Most of the time, we review books that we really like here on The Book Boys. Other times, we review books that stink. And when a book really stinks, we get fussy. So this is a warning that sometimes we'll swear on this podcast, or sometimes the material that we're reviewing will be adult in nature. So keep that in mind as you listen to this week's episode. Yeah, nothing's going to get us back in the game like revisiting... Right in our wheelhouse, God. isn't it? And you know the worst part That's about this is, spot. it dawned on me as I was reading this. It's not like we get user feedback saying, "Come on, you got to read another Twilight." Mm-hmm. The audience demands it. Yeah. We've just decided this is what the people. So we are well, we're getting on one knee and we're sucking dick, and no one's asked us to. <laughs> <laughs> we're whoring ourselves out, and we didn't need to. Well, I think we both know what makes for a good episode, and we can tell when <laughs> when we're clicking and when we aren't. And I think the shitty book, the right type of shitty book, is what we need to really. But it's so soul sucking. Like it is immediately yeah. within the first chapter. It's like okay, it's the same old shit. Well, let's just save this. Let's save this. Yeah, uh, Glenn, how was your week? Um, well, like I was telling you earlier. Uh, Ben and I decided to go out and get a dinner, which is always, like we say before, always awkward. Dinner boys. Dinner boys. Dinner boys. You started to talk about a certain uh, a certain event that happened in your week, and I said, save for the table, Ben. Yeah. Save for the table. Yep. And uh, we did, and then we had nothing else we could talk about. <laughs> so it just ate in silence, which is always so hilarious. Yeah. Uh, nothing. I joined a gym. For you. Decided I want to get rid of that winter weight. Yeah. Uh, and usually within two or three weeks, I kind of get back to where I want to be and stuff. And I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep staying at the gym. I'm going to tone those muscles. Okay. I'm going to find out some kind of weightlifting program situation, some kind of routine. I'm going to get tight. I'm going to get tight. I'm going to get some definition. I'm going to work on that core strength. Yeah, that's 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 good. Those are all very good goals. It's, I'm yeah, not it gonna sounds just, like you're doing it. you got a yeah. good, uh, good frame of mind there, good mindset going into yeah. this. Oh, no, I'm going farther than that. I'm not going for those glamour muscles. I'm going for the core strength. No, the core, yeah. Real the, strength. The, the useful ones. Real, yeah. I want, yeah. I want to be able to farm. Like, yeah, someone you, goes, do you want to help me with this tractor pull? And I'll be like, yeah, <laughs> I can do that. And they'll be, like, surprised at how good I am. And, like, City Boy really knows what he's doing. Yeah, you don't need show muscles. No, you don't want show muscles. So, uh, get to the gym Saturday. Uh, and we're recording on a Monday, right? Just for... Yeah, just let so, people... So, two days have, ago. So, two days ago. And I go there, and I'm like, all right, let's start light. It's been about a year since I've uh, been to a gym or anything like that. So, I'm just going to walk for about an hour. Yeah. Uh, maybe do, like, limits. the elliptical for yeah. a half hour, and then we'll I mean, call it a day. You don't need to go to the gym if you're just going to walk. You can just go for a walk. But anyway, well, no, it's good that you're going to the gym. It's wintry out, so it's tough to go for yeah, a I walk. I know it was treacherous going for a dinner. Yes. It's a little slippery out there. People, if you're going for a walk, please be careful. It can get icy. Oh, if you're in the Midwest, the upper yeah. Midwest, then yes. Well, yeah, if you're in Phoenix, yeah, don't worry about it. No, you don't have to worry about it. Do we have uh, any listeners in Phoenix? The thing is, when we do this podcast, you never really seem to care about the people that live other places besides Minnesota. You never consider them the people in Argentina. I live in a very small world. <laughs> Well, anyways, so yeah. I went, I walked for about a, an hour or so, uh, did, did the elliptical for a half hour. Would you say it was a brisk walk? Well, yeah, it's a, I can't run. I blew my knee out years ago. Why don't so you get surgery? Run. Why don't you get knee surgery? I don't see a reason to. Oh, okay. I well, it sounds around. like you have a blown out knee. Plus, guys that, you just told guys me that have a limp was. are kind of cool. Like, my daughter yeah. had a limp. Uh, and I saw her walking from the school as I was waiting in my car to pick her up. And she's kind of had this limp because her knees all her knees are all messed up for God knows what reason. She's only 14. 
Uh, so she's kind of limping, and I'm like, she looks kind of fucking awesome right now. Like, she kind of looks dangerous, and, like, she's kind of like, confident. She's got a little swagger. So I think, people, like, having a, a bad knee doesn't bother me at all. Okay. Anyways, day number two, Sunday. Brisk walk, though, you said? It was brisk? It's brisk. 3.5 okay. Good is what I set the treadmill to. Okay. I don't know um, what that means, but good for you. Yeah. So... I, I don't even actually know yeah. what it means either. Okay. 3.5 miles per hour, maybe? I don't know what the, it's Three, well, the like, speed is. What's the highest it can go? 3.5 hours. It can what? go pretty high, but like... 10? But 10 seems... 5 is like a good jog. Okay. So higher so, okay. than that. So like, 3.5 is... You can do like 7 or 8, and you're like flat out running, running. Okay. So, so half of flat out running? Yeah, whatever. 70% of a jog? I was just doing a brisk walk. Okay. Okay. And then yeah. I was going to get on the elliptical. Well, it wasn't a leisurely stroll. I'm That's what I'm getting at, right? I'm just burning calories is all I'm okay. doing. Sunday, I go. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm on the it's treadmill. good. Two days in a row. Good job. I know. Thank Keep you. I normally do it every day. And so yeah. then I would get on there and I started walking. And I got these new shoes that yeah. they said, it's good for you. Your back's not going to hurt when you do this stuff. Okay, great. Because I've got bad arches. What kind arches. of shoes are they? Do you want to plug them? No. Are, are they going to sponsor us? Because they crippled me. Oh. So anyways, I'm walking oh, on a thing, say that just and my to... feet are hurting, and I'm like, why are my feet hurting? And then all of a sudden, this woman gets up next to me on the treadmill right next to me, and she keeps looking over in my direction. Yeah, she's checking But she's out. like three feet away from me or yeah, less than that. Yeah, checking Glenn out. But I'm not going to look back. Is she I'm an just, attractive woman? I couldn't tell because of the corner of my eye. So it was either that she's, because she's wearing a long sleeve shirt, and I'm like, well, who does that when they're at the gym? Maybe, maybe it's, it's an old... An old woman, like a like a very skinny old woman. Well, no, it could be uh, some high tech workout gear with moisture wicking properties. Yeah, maybe. I mean, for the corner of my eye, it just looked like a plain long sleeve shirt, but I couldn't tell, and I could tell that it was a kind of a skinny lady. But who knows? And so, but I'm not going to look at her. But okay. I just kept walking, and all of a sudden, I'm like, "All right, I think I'm going to try and jog for like maybe ten minutes, and then like bring it back down again, and then do a brisk walk, and then jog, and back and forth, and back and forth." So I'm doing that, and then all of a sudden, uh, my foot gives out because of these damn shoes. I strained my foot, and then I tried to keep it together because I'm like, got this person who keeps looking over at me even when before I became crippled. So I got to put on a good show, and then uh, finally I get off and, you know, towel off the machine. Yeah, that's like a champion always does. Got to towel it down. That's good. And then uh, and I found out like it's actually like a young lady, but she kept looking around. So I don't really think it had anything to do with me. I think she's just awkward and will stare off into different groups of people for no reason while she's walking. It was very strange. Oh, the, the cat's alive. Yeah, good news. I hear the cat. Yeah. Making that horrible yowling sound. You yeah. I was worried that it might have been dead. And I wasn't going to go look until we finished the podcast. Yeah, for the show. So anyways, that was it. Uh, lady may oh. or may not have been looking at me, which is mildly flattering if it was happening, but probably not. And then also I crippled myself and I can't go to the gym today because I'm completely limping and stuff. It's horrible. Maybe you should have went looking for the cat earlier tonight because, I mean, if the cat's dead, that's good show fodder. <laughs> when I'm all quiet, yeah. <laughs> like not really chatty, <laughs> uh, but you yeah. just keep plowing through the episode, anyways. <laughs> okay, so now so you're that was injured. my week. I'm done. I got nothing else. How about you? Uh, well, last night, uh, last night being Sunday, we're as we mentioned recording today on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you know, I've been uh, dating this fine young lady for a couple of months. Um, yesterday, I was kind of busy with some things. She had some things going on as well, mm-hmm. so we uh, didn't really talk at all. During the day. Okay. Um, busy kids. Yeah, we're both busy. And then around 8.30 last night, she sent me a text just saying, hi. No, oh boy. I'm getting ready for bed. Mm-hmm. No, there's nothing bad here. I mean, these are... Okay. Well, I know I know that I'm reading texts from a 
a lady friend. It's probably, it seems ominous, but... Yeah, I, it seems a little ominous. Okay, well, go ahead. I, but I'll, I'll, I'll let you be the judge of that, I guess. <laughs> okay. Um, and she, then she proceeds to say that, I've been thinking about you. I didn't want to text tonight to bug you when your friends were over, because I have a thing on Sunday nights. A couple of friends, they come over. We watch yeah, TV. It started as a Game of Thrones thing. Now it's just a hangout thing. Every oh, Sunday really? night. It's a tradition, yeah. Hmm. We watch various shows. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you watch, like, Bachelorette? What do you guys well, watch no. on Well, no. I mean, nights? well, like I said, it started with Game of Thrones. Um, Westworld is starting back up in a couple of weeks. We'll be That's watching true. that. Season two was we, not very good. It was... It's still pretty good. It just, season one was so good. It was so damn good. And season two, I thought it was still, anyway. All right, so you got the fellas. You're still hanging out with the fellas. So she's being nice. She didn't want to interrupt. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, hi. I actually was just getting ready for bed. Uh, Told her that my friends didn't come over because one of them wasn't feeling good. Yeah. And I said, yeah, I've been thinking about you too. And she's like, "Um, oh, well, I don't want to keep you up. Told her I was getting ready for bed. I'm like, no, no, it's all right. I'll be awake for a little while. Mm -hmm. That's considerate stuff. And then she just said, yeah, I'm just getting into bed with my book. I hope your friend doesn't have the flu. Because this lady I've been dating, she's been sick lately. She had the flu. She missed oh, almost so a she, week of work. So she's she like, genuinely empathizes. Yeah. And I said, well, I don't know. All he said was he, quote, feels like shit. Hmm. She's like, crap. I get that. Because she felt like shit because she had the flu. And yeah, I this just, conversation's a little bland. I know. It was but getting okay, late. But at least it's all friendly. I don't know. Yeah. So it was getting late. And I just said, yeah, well, I'm actually, I'm going to try and get to sleep now. Good night. So what's the problem with this? I don't understand. Well, the problem is I thought I broke up with her the day before. <laughs> So I'm a little confused. It seems. <laughs> well, no, it is ominous. It's There's a little, like a whole creepy a... tone that's been just applied to that entire conversation that wasn't existing there before. Yeah. It now a... it's uh, she's outside your window with a knife texting you. Well, no, I don't think I don't think it's that. But I was caught a little bit off guard. I I can see that. Yeah, so... I thought I broke up. It was pretty clear that we were ending things. It was sad too, and like because yeah, we. Had a good time. We've been seeing each other for a couple months. The good times were really good. It was just sure becoming clear that long term it just wasn't going to work for a few reasons. We're just yeah, a little bit different worldview, a little bit different styles sure. of communicating. We weren't I don't know, talking very well to each other. I think all the time and just mm. just a couple of little things that I don't know. Like seems like it shouldn't be in the long term. Would just be detrimental. Sure. Yeah. So Maybe it was yeah. just it was sad, but it was just kind of time to go our separate ways probably. But then that happened. And then, yeah, a day later, it was just this... Like it never happened. Yeah, and I was kind of... I think I was slow playing the conversation a little bit to kind of see where <laughs> she was going with this. I was taking a little bit of back. I thought she wanted to, you know, get some closure in or get a last word in or something. I don't know. But like, it, didn't, whatever. Uh, it didn't spread but it, yeah, it was just whole, like, this benign point. chit-chat like we would maybe would have had any other night that and we she were She was satisfied to end it the way it ended that conversation right there, that it, there was no follow-up, like, but uh, you're going to be up for a little bit longer? Like, you wanted to talk about something? She just was like, okay, have a good night, and that was the end of it? Yeah. That like, was nothing it. ever happened? No, no, that, that was it. So that was last night. No, I know today she was working late, so she's probably... Can you do that? She's probably just getting off work now as we're starting to record. Oh, boy. Oh and so I'm boy. curious to see if there's any more text coming my way. There's a message. Who's that from? That's a notification from um, your president of the United States. I was just going to say, Donald, like Donald Trump. Trump's face on that. Yeah, I get Twitter notifications from oh, Trump. That's weird. That you want to I like to it. keep up on the news. Okay, fine. Uh, yeah. Is that an option? So, like, if I get fired from my job, but just be like, okay, I understand. Yeah, I really screwed up. No, I get it. You guys are totally right. Then I just am at my desk the next morning. I think so, yeah. <laughs> Can you just do that? Sure. Yeah, it's a new world we live in. Yeah. There's no, like, actual reality that we can count on anymore. So, okay, maybe yeah. that works out. So, are you guys going to get together again? I don't know. Soon? <laughs> I don't think so, since we broke up, but... Do you have a choice? Doesn't seem like you I might. like to think I do. 
I don't know if you do, because she might just show up and be like, well, it's Thursday. We always see each other on Thursday. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, but we broke up. She'd be like, huh? And you have to go through it all over again. You'd be so worn down after a week of this that I don't think you'll just stay that. in the relationship. I don't know. It was just, I don't know. Huh. Well, it, it was strange. I'm, I'm curious to see what happens next. But yeah. yeah, maybe it's just sort of like the long sort of she, she the, needs the to. Minnesota goodbye. Yeah, it's the, the Minnesota, Minnesota breakup. Goodbye. It's kind of the relationship version of that, which is like, I know we're done, but let's just kind of, we've been chatting so much over the last however many months yeah. that, you know, I just want to be able to still chat with you here and there and yeah. then peter out. That could be. Ah, well, so that's, that's your week. That was my week, yeah. There's my cat. <laughs> God, he's so loud. What about, uh... Gretchen, well, has Gretchen got any all oral tips? Well, first of all, I'd like to apologize. I, I would have been here sooner to start recording, but uh, I had to stop at Gretchen's house to attend to her elderly cat. She Not only my, how old is her cat? Well, Gretchen's out of town, so I had to. Somebody's got to take care of the cat. My yelling cat is twenty-one years old. How old is her cat? Uh, late teens, I think eighteen, nineteen. It's young. Enough. Uh, well, anyway, I had to feed the cat, but I also have to apply medication in the cat's ears. I had to do that to this one. Yeah? Was yeah. it a cream? Not a cream. It's oh, like yeah. drops. No, I have a cream that I spread in the cat's ears. Do you stick your finger in there? No, it's in like this little pen-like dispenser. Weird. So a little bit of, you, you, you twist this no. pen thing and some cream squirts out the top <laughs> and then you spread it in the cat's ear. Kind of sounds... And then, kind of exciting in a way. Does the cat kind of enjoy it more than you well, like it the to? Well, the cat tolerates it because the cat knows that it's not getting fed till it gets its medicine. Uh, so the, the cat looks visibly annoyed while you're applying the cream. Uh, but she takes it because she wants her food, damn it. This freaking cat, Yeah. all I have to do is squirt in medication because it's got a thyroid problem. So twice yeah, a day. So, and wait, this thing fights me every time. It do, runs does the me. cat not put on weight if you don't give it the medicine? Uh, yeah, because basically it's like it's been drinking a ton of coffee where it's constantly running around, it's constantly okay. hungry, and it just goes down to skin and bones. So I think if you my... give it the medicine, it is chubbed up. Okay, I think it might be the same medicine that my mom's cat get, because I think it's a thyroid problem, and they had to start... Why are you squirting it in the ear, then? Because that's how it was... Should I be squirting my cat's medication in the ear? I don't know. <laughs> well, because you have liquid. I have a cream. Yeah. yeah, it's just the liquid you squirt in their mouth. Twice a day. She so seems... you had to go feed Gretchen's cat. Yeah, so after work, I had to stop there before I came here. So I apologize I'm late. How often do you have to do this this week? Well, I got How long is Gretchen gone? Daily. She'll be back in a couple of days. Ah, okay, fine. Does the cat get lonely? Well, I don't know, because I go over there, I give it medication, I feed it. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'll hang out over there, I'll sit and read a book or something. And yeah. did that yesterday, or the day before, and... Uh, she ignored me the whole time I was there until oh. I was getting ready to leave, and that's when she comes out and wants wants me to pet her. Yeah, I know cats are annoying. Cats well. are assholes. I know they sleep all day. Just stay up there and keep sleeping. Stop bothering me like this yeah. one's doing now, wanting our attention so bad that well, it's coming down the stairs, screaming. Yeah. At uh, can you punish your mom by just <laughs> what? talking at length about how sad the cat is that it's all lonely and by itself? Because she'll listen to this hopefully, and then just feel horrible and race home. What do you mean she'll listen to this? Hopefully, she's one of our most devoted fans. You know that. <laughs> she'll certainly yeah, listen to true. this. Yeah, that's true. She did get me a gift, which is part of our official uh, studio. Why aren't she going to use it next? No. Okay. I gag easily. Can you imagine me sticking <laughs> that thing down my throat? 
Like, uh, 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 my tongue's so clean. Yeah, just to be clear, we're talking about the tongue brush. Yeah, which is, I mean, I got a gift from a person I've never met and probably never will meet, so I'm going to keep it. Getting a gift from a stranger, you can't just stick that down your throat. You hold on to it. Okay. So Whatever makes you happy. I think Gretchen just wants you to be happy. So when's that's what Gretchen makes you happy. give us some more oral tips? I don't know, Gretchen. Give us some more oral tips. What other oral things can she give us tips? Oh, like I think we've exhausted most of the knowledge of dentistry at this point. Oh. There's not much there. Can she give us tips on singing? Tips on like I don't think so. taking care of your throat? Oh, she has a lot of plants too. Maybe she can give me <laughs> tips on plants. <laughs> Gretchen's floral tips? Oh, eh, not as accidentally sexual as well, all oral. All floral. <laughs> Again with the wordplay with you. Yeah. That's all you ever do. <laughs> all right. Brought it back, the yelling thing. Uh, yeah, that's good. Last two episodes we, all we had. missed it, yeah. Last two episodes, they were kind of like a warm-up. They were kind of like episodes. a warm-up. Well, yeah. we've been out of the loop for yeah. a couple of weeks, and now we're kind of warming I mean, up. I George Saunders, what the fuck was that? He's a good writer. I know. And the, the Crystal Singer, how was that book not cheesier, based on the cover? I know. I thought you were supposed to be able to judge books by their covers, but apparently not. Again, Somebody's going to have to change that saying. To it should credit, be, don't judge a book by its cover. You never give me the credit for George Saunders, which is technically a good writer, uh, but you just didn't prefer him. Um, I thought he was kind of a smug prick. How about that? He's a little, yeah. I think he he's definitely, followed himself. He definitely likes himself. You you made a good case for why I should be more annoyed with him, but I'm not. Like I, I'm not going to be going out and buying more of his stuff, but I don't think that we read a, a horrible writer. Um, in, in no, this, I, I acknowledge he was a good writer. I just Crystal Singer... I do give you credit for, I was saying, hey, you should go find a pulpy sort of sci-fi book, and you found exactly what I was talking about. It was just unfortunate that it was the most boring thing I've ever read. Yeah. It had no high point. No. I think Except for, f- like, the, the guy that brought her down and to mine, and he was all, leave me alone, I'm mining my crystal. That was, like, the high point, I guess, when she had Mark to bludgeon soon. him and bring him back. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, we decided we're going to go back to uh, Twilight. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Back to our roots. Yes. A little uh, YA. little YA. Yeah. And instantly within the first chapter, every, well, everything in the core of yeah, my torso uh-huh. dropped from like, it's going to be another 800 pages of okay. the shit. Well, uh, okay. Yeah. Let's back up. Before chapter one, even. So I went to the, <laughs> the library to check this out because yeah. I'll be damned if I'm paying money for another copy of Twilight. Yeah, I yeah. did. Well, anyway. I gotta be able to refer back to it. When I'm 70, I might want to read this again. Yeah, so I go to the library, I find it on the shelf, and my first thought is, why is this book so fucking large? Yeah. It's 563 pages pages long. It's mm-hmm. it's huge. Why is it so big? And it's It all, doesn't need to be that big. You know what drives me nuts about this and book? And then I, I wanna say it's in the teen section at the library, mm-hmm. which is a by the which is right by the adult DVD section. Which means something completely different at the library than, than it does outside no. the library. No. It's not pornographic material. No. It's that's just it's just like PG thirteen rated movies. No, that's a, and T V M A. That's a shit. DVDs. It's a series. T V M A. Yeah. 
mature audience. Any boobies in those? I don't think, well, maybe on some of them. Hmm. Anyway, it's not... I used, to work I, a, I used to work at Mr. Movies. Yeah, and when there was an adult movie section there, it meant something completely well, different, didn't it? Well, their adult movie section, it was like this kind of... I guess, I think Mr. Movies is owned by some Christian organization. Like, the, 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 yeah. Whatever. Yeah, uh, Mr. So they, Mr. Had, they had grown-up movie. movies, but it was always like a manual. Yeah. So you never saw anything. There would be boobies, but there was never any like real touching. So... At the end of uh, the end of the night, when we we're going to close up the store, me and my friends would play a manual. Yeah, you'd hear somebody in the back go, "A manual," and then also you see all the screens light up with like a woman on a train with no top on, okay. and the fuzzy the lens and everything. But uh, so that's what I associate with uh, mature. Yeah, but well, they have a library that's section. That's not what the County like Library there. thinks. Adult sure, there DVDs be a are. manual at the library. I'll I'll check again because I'm going to have to return this thing at some point. So. I'll... I'll drop off the book and I'll take another cruise through the adult DVD aisle. <laughs> um, yeah, it anyway, would be it's interesting a if all of a sudden one was slipped in. It's just like it's literally got a phallus on the cover, and it's like, how'd this get in here? I suppose I could just slip one in there. That's what I mean. And I'm then not, actually get do like that, a though. Dewey Decimal System barcode on it and everything. Like make it part of the system. Well, anyways, so it's a very large book. book. It's a very large book. Yeah, and the thing is that was driving me nuts as I was reading this is that. A lot of filler, just waste of time. Yeah, it's a lot of. Just Bella like the first book, is yeah. the most important person that's ever existed in the universe. Every single man she ever meets is super concerned with her and wants to take care of her. Blah blah blah. A lot of filler like that. You know, yeah. Edward's the most handsome person on earth, and he's brooding and he growls a lot when he talks. And so that's okay. This is filler, and you can kind of, yeah. you feel like well, I can just kind of skim, like I do when I'm getting sick of a book. I just start skimming. That's the reason why you yell at me for missing details because I'm just like okay, yeah. and I'm going through. But this fucking author will put in points that you need to know because they come back later, and then I will go like two chapters in. I got to the third chapter and I forget what it was. Where I'm like, what the hell is that? Now, fuck! I got to go back and reread like the previous chapter because she referenced this, and I was right. So you actually have to read every word, and it drives me crazy. Her like mental development stopped the author. It stopped when she was in tenth grade, right? I, I know. It's like I don't understand how an adult writes. The, I don't know, and maybe know. that's maybe that's good for that's a compliment. She's good at getting into the mind of a. Or is it that she's stunted? She glorifies an abusive relationship. We'll get into this. All right, so the preface starts with a quote from Romeo and Juliet. You were going to talk about chapter one? Well, I just wanted to say, as I was reading chapter one, I was by myself, and I started laughing laughing out loud when I got to the part that said, shh, I shushed him. Yep. I know, and I'm so dead to it now (laughs) that I saw that, and I go, yeah, there it is. It's just that, (laughs) and then how... I stopped keeping track, but just how many times people grin. <laughs> it's so, like, that's the only facial like expression the only, they yeah. can make. Out of the, In her world, everyone's just grinning lasciviously. They're just all like, yeah. Well, let me do a, a brief rundown of each chapter. That's the formula that we go with. And then yep. uh, we'll just go over what we hate yeah. about it. Chapter one is party. Chapter one is party. She's still in Forks, Washington. Uh, She thinks she's having a dream because she's seeing her dead grandma. The place in the U.S., apparently. Yep. She uh, thinks she's having a dream because she sees her dead grandma, uh, who died six years ago, and Edward's there. 
As the dream or whatever goes on, um, she realizes she's looking in a mirror and the old lady is not a grandma, it's her, and Edward is with her, so she's seeing the future, yeah. or what she imagines the future is. Where and so that terrifies her. She, and it terrifies her because she's old and decrepit. And, and he's Edward so young has and not beautiful. Aged. Yeah. Uh, then she wakes up, it's 18th birthday. Edward yeah. is still basically 17. Um, she doesn't want presents, uh, so she wants to, like, she's, it's her birthday, she doesn't want to make a big deal out of it, so then what she does is she's got to watch the 1960s version of Romeo and Juliet for school, so she's at her house watching it with Edward. He makes a big speech about, uh, love and whatever, uh, then they go to the Cullen's house for her birthday party, and they're excited because it's been 70 years since they've had a birthday party. She gets some presents, uh, Emmett. Rosalie and Jasper buy her a stereo for her truck. Alice and Edward give her something, which I don't know if we ever found out what it was, but uh, she cuts her finger on the paper, which sends Jasper, Jasper. into a just a lust for that blood, which sends her flying backwards, and she breaks something well, glass, and then cuts her whole arm up, which sends Edward Jasper even more nuts in an Edward-Jasper fight, and then that's the end of that chapter. I think Edward sent her flying backwards, didn't he? I think oh, did he push the, her there away was a little bit of her fingers, so Edward like tackled her to block her from Jasper. Oh, I thought he was tackling Jasper. Well, then he was blocking. He was in between. Anyway, it yeah. But matter. then the dad's there to stitch her up, and that's the end of the chapter. What do you think about the chapter, Ben? Besides the fact <sighs> that there's a shush, you said shushing her. Well, I did before I gave up on trying to keep track. They grinned at least three times in that chapter. You want me to look up? No, no I don't. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. Oh, uh, Mike Newton is apparently hot now. That's a boy at school, so oh. that's going to come up later, isn't it? Duh. He, that's uh, one of those details where you have to make yourself read it because it's going to come up later. I don't know. When they, you just think it's fluff and you can just breeze past it. They, they made a point of saying that his little bit of the uh, baby fat has gone from his face. He has a more chiseled <laughs> look now. I get um, so, And he's all, always been interested in Bella, so that's obviously going to be a thing. Yeah, um, let's hope. I, I was wondering, so they're, like, at school. It's a new school year from when we last saw them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been one year. Two of the vampire siblings have graduated from school, so no, they're no longer there. So it's just... What, Would that be Alice? And I don't remember. Yeah. I, I can't... I Who don't, gives a shit? I, I don't care. Yeah. Um, but a couple of the vampires are still there, and so the part where they had to, like, graduate, and then when they're talking about the vampires being in the lunchroom but they don't eat because they only eat blood. <laughs> so they like get food. They go through this charade each day of getting a tray of food in the cafeteria and then like not eating it and presumably just throwing away the food. Like, mm-hmm. why, why are the vampires not like homeschooled? Why are they in the public school system? Let's step back a moment. Why are they wasting their time when they're 100 years old still going to school? You think you would have yeah. figured out a way well, to no. not and have to be I, involved in the school when system. When I say homeschooled, I mean, why aren't they, why isn't that their cover story for like, but oh, I see these kids in town, but they're not in school. They must be homeschooled kids. You would think if you were to, if uh, the author were to think this out, okay, you're 100 years old, Edward, uh, 100 years old. You don't want to have to waste your time going to school anymore. The last uh, episodes we did, we had to point out how ridiculous it is that he has to go to the school administrator and be like, I want to change classes when you're as old as you are. Like, you shouldn't have to go through that dance. So, like, yeah. why even go to school at all? You can get a fake ID. You can say you're 21. Well, that's the thing. If they're going to say, I look young for who my my age is, you don't have yeah. to be a part of this at all. If they're going to school at all, why aren't they going to college? Why are they going to high school? Yeah, they, exactly. Yeah. 
There's, high school does not have to be what you repeat over and over for a hundred years. Yeah, go to but the, in this author's mind, it is the height of your existence, and why wouldn't you want to be there for all eternity? Yeah. Ugh. So yeah, this should be set in college. If if it's set in school, it should be college, not. Well, yeah, maybe she'll come out with another line of books. It's a college vampire. I, I don't know. Is that how this ends? I mean, no. I think they stay in. They probably stay in high school. Well, do they? Because aren't they seniors now? Isn't Bella a senior? Don't go looking ahead because you're, we're probably going to wind up reading more of these things. I mean, there's, there's two more books after God this God knows I want to be right? surprised. Oh, yeah, there's we, two we, more. Because we still have Eclipse and then Breaking Dawn. So maybe maybe Bella goes to university in one of them. I don't know. Yeah, probably. But yeah, this is... It's it's stupid. Well, Chapter 2, Stitches. Oh, wait, wait. I'm not done with Chapter 1. <laughs> <laughs> you got so much to complain about on the first chapter. Well, I got to do it now because as I went on, I, I took fewer notes. Out? Yep. Yeah, because <laughs> okay. I just got so sick of it after like four chapters. Mm-hmm. I was so glad when you said you just want to read a chapter six. I'm like, thank you. Uh, just one where uh, she's being all moody about her birthday, mm-hmm. and then she and Edward are talking. Well, Edward growled. Of course he did. A deep, menacing sound. Oh, he's always doing it. This isn't going to be your last birthday, Bella, he vowed. <laughs> That's not fair! <laughs> like, Is that what she was talking about, wanting to be turned into a vampire? Yeah, she, yeah. she's been trying to talk Edward into turning her. <laughs> That's not fair! Yeah, this is a, I know, yeah. she's such a petulant little baby person, and he is a hundred-year-old man who finds her the most infatuating thing that's ever existed. Yep. Something supernatural. That, uh, I, we're not doing yeah. this. Chapter two, stitches. Uh, she's being stitched up by the dad. Uh, Jasper's still freaking out about the blood. The dad talks about how he became a doctor, even though he loves that blood, because he used to be a clergyman, and so he wants to keep helping people. Wait, did he used to be a clergyman, or his dad was? His dad. Okay. The dad was. And that's okay. the reason why he's a doctor, because he gotcha. still wants to help people, even yeah. though he loves that blood. Uh, Edward talks about God for kind of no reason. They just start talking about God. Um, yeah. Carlisle was... is the dad's name. Yeah, Carlisle, that's right says that Edward doesn't think there's an afterlife for their kind, also, which is why, why he doesn't want to convert Bella. Why don't they come up with new names? So they... Hmm. Weren't they drawing attention to themselves with all, all these old-timey names that they have? You oh, there's that weird change family named Jasper and Emmett and... I know. They, I know. You think you would be changing your identity so you don't have to... I don't know. Anyway. I th- this entire thing, we could sit here and pick apart how to make it better, yeah. but it's such it's at such a crap level that we have to reconstruct a whole new framework to try and make the story better, that why are we wasting our time? All right, so anyways, uh, that's the reason why Evan doesn't want to turn it, or Edward doesn't want to turn her into a vampire because he doesn't think that there's an afterlife for their kind. The dad talks about how, I think the mom was dying, and Edward was dying because he had the Spanish influenza. Yeah. So I think the mom was dying, or she just said on the side, um, you know, you need to use your special powers too, because well, she suspected he was a vampire. Yeah, something like that. There was some. They didn't make it clear, but there was some innuendo around that where all oh, the mom kind of knew. Yeah, the, like, I guess he was Edward, hiding it from her. So. I figured she would know, but so, so she's like, use your special powers to keep him alive, meaning turn your son or turn Edward or whatever yeah. into a vampire. Uh, oh, uh, they argue about how she should have been dating Mike Newton on the ride home. Yeah, There's he's, Mike. He's hot. Uh, Edward gives her his gift, which is tickets to Jacksonville and a CD of his music. Yeah. (laughs) My quote is, I want you to kiss me again. And Edward says, you're greedy tonight. (laughs) That's not how people talk. (laughs) And then I ended that with power kissing. You got any thoughts about this chapter, Ben? 
No, I think we covered everything. Chapter three. I well, let, well, let's back up though. <coughs> so they were they were talking about God and souls mm-hmm. in that chapter, and I, I bet you Stephanie Meyer when she was writing that thought she was being really deep. Oh. She was like sending a message to the kids. Yeah, yeah, and the kids were picking it up. Yeah, they were picking up what she was putting down. This really? Is what she thought in her head. Yeah. No, there's all of that can just be thrown away. It means uh-huh. nothing. Yeah. Because how does a vampire die? Do we even know how know. these vampires die? We well, know traditionally. They, they talked they a little bit about how they don't know how to kill themselves. Yeah. Or they don't. Yeah. No. Because you never hear about how any of them have committed suicide or yeah. successfully done it. But they've also tried. vampires can be seen in mirrors and photos. We found out. So every yeah. rule about the vampires is just out the window. It's just glittery boys that live forever. They're just like us. <laughs> Except for their glittery skin. Chapter three, the end. Uh, the, end the end of what? Oh, we, no. Well, we'll find out. I hope it's the end of this shit book that we're reading. Wouldn't it be awesome if it only went three chapters deep? Oh. And then it's just the next page. It's just all empty, which just says, ah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, unfortunately, we still have another 20. 510 pages ever. Bella sees Edward at school, and just like in the last book, for almost no reason, he's just moody. And yeah. she's kind of chasing after him, and he's just so moody. I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to change classes again. Like, she <laughs> saw him talking to the administrator, trying to get in a different math and class. And he just has a way of charming the female employees at the school. <laughs> as By dazzling them? Yeah. Uh, he tells her that Alice and Jasper have gone away to Denali, where a friendly vampire family lives. It's in Alaska. Uh, Oh, is that where that is? Oh, you didn't know that? Nah, I didn't catch that. Okay. Again, this is the skimming. And then I'm well, like, I just, and then like oh, just, fuck, what's that? And I got to back up and reread what I read. That's just knowledge. I just knew that. Sort Fine. Of Bella blames herself for making them go away because of all the bleeding and how they had to leave the house while she was bleeding and had to get stitched up. She makes a lot of plans to stay away from the Cullen family as much as possible until she graduates, and then she and Edward can run away together. This is a fantasy that she's built up that she has no intention of telling Edward about until it's like ready to happen. Uh, and then, uh, like a weirdo, she starts to prepare for this fantasy by taking a lot of pictures of her life in Forks. She has not told Edward anything about this plan of them running away together, but she's already making scrapbooks and taking pictures of her life in Forks because she plans on never coming back. Because she's this because this character's annoying as hell. Pictures of her truck, pictures of her dad and Edward. I wrote down he can get his photo taken. Pictures of her friends in school. And well, I said, she wasn't sure if he could get his photo taken, though. That was... Oh. That was kind of a surprise when she got the film developed. Like, oh yeah, he can. Also, film. She has a film camera. This this is very much of its times. This is in the late nineties. Where not is that everyone, when it's set? Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. It's, it's so not everyone has digital camera. I guess I was looking more when it was. That's written. why everyone's throwing okay. CDs around. All right. That's the reason why she got the. Uh, I thought it was just because the author was a Mormon. She got the <laughs> she got the stereo put in her car. But I think it's one of those de- detachable faces, if I read that right. Like, the pic- the the present she opened know. was just the detachable face. Because back in the 90s, your car stereo was always well, getting it was stolen. Just, it was just the box, wasn't it? That she I opened? thought it was, like, the face portion of it. No, no, it was just the box because she opened... She unwrapped it. It was just a box. She didn't... She couldn't tell... <laughs> she couldn't tell what was in the box. She just knew it was something electronic that had a lot of numbers or something. That's how she described the box. Oh, I thought it was what she was um, talking about was inside the box. But no, they wrapped up an empty box for her because then while she was unwrapping it, one of them like snuck outside to install it in her truck like while she was unwrapping it. In the mid-90s, you had the detachable faces oh, I know. on your car stereo. Oh, I had, I had a couple of those, yeah. Yeah. They didn't get her one of those and it's 1998? Nice well, vampires. Maybe, no, maybe they did. <laughs> I'm just saying. She'd get her whole stereo stolen. Nice present. Get the detachable face that you put in your jacket. I'm not saying that that's not what they gave her. I'm just saying. No. 
If they didn't, they're assholes. They don't care. Forks has got a lot of crime. Let's move on. To what? Why? Why do you say that? Pictures of her friends in school. What sort of crime problems does Forks have? And I said, taking pictures of your friends in school, I said, this is like when I gave my four-year-old a camera and all she did was take pictures of her feet and also what was on TV. That's basically what she's doing for the rest of this chapter, is taking pictures of shit that is mundane, because I want to remember it and put it in her scrapbook. Edward well, well, is quiet okay, and moody. Let, okay, let's, let's go easy. Well, that's what people do. They take pictures of... Of your car? This is my car that I'm still going to keep driving for the next God knows how long until Edward and I run away. Here's my friends at school. Do you have zero sentimentality? Sometimes people want to look at old things. So she would be grateful that she took a picture of a car in 20 years when she's driving a different car. I'm like, oh, I remember that truck. I had some good times in that truck. You're grateful when you run across a picture that was taken casually. It's like, oh, hey, there's Phil. Oh, look, my car's back there. Oh, I remember that car. Not like I am going to make a point of taking a picture of this car because in one year, Edward and I will run away and I want to remember this car. (laughs) That's what seems weird about it. It's like, why is the car the most important thing? Anyways, uh... Where did we go? <laughs> you, you, we, we went off the rails, You sidetracked me. Yeah. Edward is quiet and moody for a few days, then tells Bella he wants to talk to her in the woods. Uh, he says... Uh, he well, that has sounds to, romantic. He has to go with his family. He has to leave. Uh, she wants to come too, but they can't be together. He shouldn't have pretended that he could have been human all along, so he's breaking up with her, which yeah. you'd be familiar with. Why? They spent the whole first book acting like she's the most important thing on Earth. Now he's casually breaking up with her because this whole family thing got in the way. When before he was, like, killing people and getting in fights that we never got to read about. We only heard about after the fact when she woke up in the hospital to save this woman's life. And now suddenly he's like, we got to break up because my family's moving. So this stupid. Well, it's it's what's best for Bella. He can't be around her. <laughs> now he decides. Well, you know. The whole first book is about... Better late than never. He uh, leaves her at her house, but like an idiot, she wanders off into the woods. Uh, she points out that there's no moon in the sky and how that's the new moon. So right away we got the uh, first three chapters in. We got the title of the book. Oh, I get it. Yeah. See, new beginnings. I just read the whole thing in the beginning of the I show, Ben. I know. Apparently she gets lost in the woods looking for Edward, and her dad sends out a search party. I wrote, why would Edward leave her in the woods? She spent the whole He spent the whole first book protecting her well, uh, from stubbing her toe. Yeah, we found out later, though. That he, why he left her in the woods? Yeah. Well, we'll get to it. A, a, <laughs> I wrote down a tall man named Sam. Uh, very tall. Finds her and carries her back to her dad. She's delirious well, and keeps saying he's gone. Yeah, Bella was basically... She collapsed. It yeah. rained on her. She couldn't get it. She couldn't move. She just was super paralyzed by high school crap. heartbreak. Yeah. Like she couldn't just get lost in the woods and be like cold and shivering under a tree and waiting for help. Instead, she has to collapse dramatically and yeah. pass out and it rains on her. And it's just everything from like a music video. Uh, back at home, she's laying on the couch with the neighbors and the cops there. Her dad gets a call from someone at the Quillette Reservation. How do you pronounce that? Quillette? The Indian Reservation. Oh, I don't know. That was the name? I thought it was La Push or something. Yeah, it's Quillette. That's what I got. Really? They're celebrating that the vampires are gone by lighting bonfires is what they're doing at the reservation. So her dad uh, asks what happens. Bella gets fussed. She goes into her room and finds out that her mural of Edwards is all off the walls. Uh, She's got uh, all the CDs he's given her are gone. Yeah, that's why he left her in the woods. She has a breakdown. He was erasing all Oh, he didn't leave her in the woods. He brought her back home. Then she just wandered into the woods looking for him. Oh, well, so I was whatever. like, did the dad take everything down, or did Edward oh, sneak into just, the house and oh, take I guess I missed it. I thought she just stayed in the woods. Anything you want to add there before I move on to chapter four? Not really. 
Waking Up, Chapter 4. Four months go by. Uh, her dad, Charlie, is going to send her to her mother's. Why? Because she's in a funk. Uh, she says, I'm not in a funk. I'll go hang out with Jessica. That'll prove you that everything's fine. Um, okay, so... Oh, yeah, this is where... We know she's a senior in high school because she's trying to tell her she should go live with her mom. And she says to Charlie, her dad, like... Yeah. But I'm going to graduate in a couple months. That's uh, stupid. And he's like, ah, you're a good student. You'll figure it out. <laughs> like, that's good parenting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she says she's going to go hang out with Jessica to prove that nothing's wrong. So then she gets to school early, and the quote being, on the plus side, uh, I got a great parking spot. And my note is, finally something I can relate to. Then <laughs> <laughs> Jessica is sick of her shit. Uh, doesn't really want to hang out with her. Hates how she's been so moody and quiet and mopey and everything for the last God knows how long. Uh, they still have lunch and stuff, but they never hang out. They agree to see a, a zombie movie together. And Bella has removed the car stereo and thrown it in a plastic bag because she's so mad. Uh, on the way back from the... Um, Which she apparently just ripped out with her bare hands. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> like, get a well, screwdriver. You use screws and stuff yeah. to put it in, but then Bella's got these, like, amazing strength in her fingers. Uh, on the way to the movie, they listen to, and I wrote this in all caps, rap music. Gasp. Rap music because it's uh, easy for her to ignore. Yeah. Which is completely shitting all over hip hop. <laughs> Clearly, Stephanie Meyer has no respect for hip hop whatsoever. No, no. So she, uh, the, the whole conversation around it too is like, why are you listening to this? I don't know. It's just easy for me to not think about anything if I just have this noise going on. And it's like, I didn't think anyone liked rap music. And they're just going back yeah. and forth about how shitty rap music is. So I looked it up. Stephanie Meyer yeah. on her website has made a Ooh. playlist a playlist on Spotify for every book. And none of it involves rap music. Well, because that's for minorities. She's got Flaming Lips, Linkin Park, Muse. Oh, gross. Yeah. Uh, the All-American Rejects, Mashbox 20, Jimmy Eat World, Coldplay, Fix You. Do you, Coldplay? Think, do you think 70 Wires actually listened and curated this list? Or she had somebody do it for she her, totally right? She totally has Evanescence. I don't know. I think <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised because she was a fat boy slim. Food Fighters. Oh, Lord. Oh, she's got oh, alternates. Wait, wait. I got a match on the dating app here. Oh, okay, good. Well, I'm glad you're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> you're like an Edward Cullen. Oh, you've sucked the blood out of one, and I just moving on to the next, I, huh? <laughs> oh, you say a lot of the same things. You're the most important right, thing. Got two matches here. I didn't realize. Oh, look at you. When did this one come in? Right. What if your ex-girlfriend listened to this episode? <laughs> I well, which would yeah. be so horrible. Anyways, they go to the zombie movie. Would it be that bad? I said it was good. We had, we had a good couple of months. But now you're bragging about the hot chicks. Well, it's exciting for me. I well, that's fine. I just hope she never hears this. <laughs> A zombie movie starts out as a romance, which Bella can't handle, so she uh, snaps like a twig and goes and spends like 40 minutes uh, getting popcorn. And then she realizes she was the zombie all along. Yeah, oh, I'm she, sorry, did I get to that too in, quickly? Yeah, you, went, you jumped ahead. I'm so sorry. Jessica's I, annoyed that she missed so much of it when she gets back. She notices the zombies look like her. She reflects that she used to be the heroine of the story, but now she's just the zombie. Yeah. They spend all this chapter talking about how she's so zombied out and she's so, like, brainless and zon yeah. like zoned out walking around and ignoring yeah. life and whatever. So this zombie parable uh, or analogy or whatever. It's quite a touching metaphor, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. On the way to McDonald's, 
<laughs> McDonald's. Well, how are we going to end a good zombie movie night? Uh, let's hit up McDonald's, yeah. as grown women do. Um, they pass a bar with creepy guys standing outside. This reminds her of the time she got attacked or harassed by a bunch of guys when she went into the big city. Well, no, in the same town, I think. Oh, it was in the same town? For some reason, I thought it was. It's the big town where the movie theater is and where, uh, unless she's shopping for a prom dress or something the first time she was in town. Yeah, for some reason back then, I thought she went to like a whole different city far away. I don't know. Well, well, it's it's the same one that they're in now. Okay. So she, the logic being... Those guys look like they might be the same guys that were going to hurt me before. Yeah, she thought they looked familiar. But then Edward was going to save her last time, or saved her last time. So she sees them and she thinks, they might be the same guys I want to go see. And then she starts to think, maybe Edward might save me, maybe? Yeah, she's trying to put herself in danger, so Edward will sense it and save her. And the only thing that stops her, so then she starts to hear Edward's voice in her head saying, don't do it, turn around and stuff. And she's not Mm -hmm. sure if she's imagining it, but she just loves hearing his voice again because she's in an abusive relationship, and this is the shit that people deal with emotionally when they're in an abusive relationship. They can't detach, and she's walking around like a zombie. The only thing that stops her, because in her mind he's screaming, get away, turn around, I can't save you. Uh, the only thing that stops her is she doesn't recognize the guys. Yeah. So if they were the same guys that almost beat the crap out of her before, would she have kept walking? <laughs> I think that's what's implied. I understand the logic. But she didn't recognize them. Like, yeah. oh, they're not the same abusive attackers. So well, they didn't off. seem that bad. They were... Yeah, they were being friendly. They enough. were, well, yeah, a little bit creepy, but mostly friendly. Yeah, but the idea being that if they were the same guys that were yep. going to attack her before, she would have just walked right up to him and said, "Hey, fellas, how's it going?" Like, I don't. The logic is barely there. Yeah. So, uh, she hears the voice. She loves it. She goes home and thinks a lot about what happened and how she had been feeling like a zombie. Anything you want to add there? No. Chapter five. I just want to be done with this book, and there's still 400 pages left. I know. Well. Already, we only have two chapters left to review, and I feel like this has gone on way too long. I know. And then how long are... I'm just going to look ahead Plus, I know see. you want to race home because you got so many women to talk to. <laughs> I'm in demand. <laughs> I'm just curious, how if are all the books in this series this long? Probably. I, th- I think they just get thicker and fatter because she gets more pretentious and thinks she has more stories. The, the third book in the series, Eclipse... Is there f- 629 pages? It's even longer. Is there six fucking books? Well, on there, the back I think there's, there? there's four main ones, and then there's these two that are. We're not reading oh, wait. to the stragglers. Wait, you're telling me you don't want to read The Twilight Saga, the official illustrated guide? Oh, maybe. That'd be a good <laughs> companion piece for this. And then The Short Second Life of Bree Turner, an Eclipse novella. Do we is have to read the, the novella? Oh, is this the, the switcheroo? She wrote a book where she, like, made. A, a man be the protagonist with a female vampire. Like, she switched around yeah. everything in one. I wonder if that's what that is. Okay. Also, uh, who cares? Anyway, I'm a little annoyed that the next book is... Jesus Christ. They just... They keep getting longer. Yeah, because she gets pretentious. She thinks she has more to say. So I think the first one we read was a little She thinks over, she's like another token. A little over 500 pages. This one's 563 or something. And then we got one that's 629, and then the final one is 756 pages long. What is it, the stand? What have we done to oh ourselves? Oh, my God. I don't think... I no, wanna, we can back out after this book. We don't have to keep reading No, we're, we're in too deep. Uh, is this how we get our game back on? Yeah. Just by reading more Twilight He's got to power through it. Chapter yeah, We're not going to read them all consecutively, though, right? We're no, gonna, we'll take we gotta a break. we got to break it up. Yeah, oh, my God. I can't no imagine way. spending the next year going through all <laughs> these books. Every episode is just more Twilight. Chapter 5. Cheater. Uh, back at work. She feels like she's not numb anymore. 
Suddenly she's seeing everything at work with new eyes, which only reinforces that she's in an abusive relationship. The, the novella is only 178 pages long. Not going to read it. We might have to, though. Mm. Bunch of hikers are talking about <laughs> black bears that have been discovered in the woods. They're fucking huge, by the way. They're as big as a grizzly, I swear. <laughs> Bell, Bell, I saw a real bells. Bella notices that uh, she can hear them really loudly, so she's got vampire ears now, apparently. Or they're just talking loud in the store. Yeah, I know. Uh, she thinks about all the nightmares she's been having since Edward left. She keeps waking up screaming, and her dad has come in to comfort her. She thinks about how Edward said, mortals have the ability to forget pain over time. Uh... So that basically, like, all time will heal all wounds. You'll forget yeah. that I was ever here. And that sticks with her. She's real, real pissed about that because she's like, I still thinking about you all the time, so you're a liar, which been, makes him a cheater. Because it's been four months. Yeah, the whole point of this chapter is, like, so now this is her inspiration of, like, time isn't healing all wounds. I still think about you all the time. And one of the things he said was, when I'm gone, don't do anything stupid, like put yourself in danger. So now she wants to start putting herself in danger is the message that starts at this chapter. So... She's not experienced that. She cries a lot on the drive home and avoids going home right away. She makes a big deal about saying, about him saying it'll be like an I never existed, and she wants to do something rebellious. So she sees motorcycles on the side of the road. What are you looking at? I'm just getting ready for when you're asking me my thoughts on this chapter. Oh, okay. Because I have one very specific note. She sees motorcycles on the side of the road, and uh, she decides, I want those. My dad says don't ever ride a motorcycle, because here in Forks it's always raining, and you're going to slide around and kill yourself. So it turns out the person who's selling him is a classmate she knows, and it's a boy who thinks she's the most beautiful person on the face of the earth, so he just gives them to her for free because that's the world that this Well, they were, they were throwing him away anyway. Oh, uh, well, yeah. All right, fine. She just goes, just take him was the big thing. So. Yeah. And I said, of course, uh, um, quote that I liked, an idea hit me like a bolt of lightning. Appropriate considering the weather. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Uh, she decides that she's going to take him to Jacob Black's house because he'll fix him. He likes her. She just takes advantage of people that she knows has a crush on her. Um, she's surprised at how tall Jacob is now. He's a real, he's real a, big boy. He's like 6'5 or something. over 6 feet and he's glorious. Your cat's really stomping around up there. I know. He wants his treats and to be pet. But we're down here talking about a girl, little girl teen YA book. Uh, he agrees and to fix no them. there's no place I'd rather be right now. He agrees to fix them. Than in your basement. <laughs> Talking about YA. He agrees to fix them as long as she pays for the parts. She offers him the second bike. The quote that, from what he says is, he said sweet, but in two words. So it's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but she describes it, he says it, as if it's two separate syllables. Uh, she thinks... Maybe it was so sweet. <laughs> what did you say in the last episode? Like, when I tell the cops to come over, and they're like, ah, we're not going to. I'm like... Well, I got video, and nice. the one that was trying to break it was kind of hot. You just go, nice. <laughs> nice. We'll be right there. <laughs> yeah. She thinks it's weird that he doesn't care that she's never ridden a bike before. And I wrote, of course, because she's expecting everyone to fall over themselves to keep her safe at this point. So she's, like, kind of offended if you're not, like, trying to stop me from doing something, you know, d dangerous. He agrees to keep it a secret from her dad. She calls him a gift from the gods. Yeah. Anything you want to say about this chapter? You yeah, got I do. I do. Uh, so she was talking about picking up the motorcycles and she was going to have to keep it a secret from her dad, Charlie, the yep. sheriff. Yeah. Um, because, uh, Char Charlie's job didn't get a lot of action compared to cops in bigger towns. But, <laughs> uh, one thing Charlie did do, he would, uh, be at the scene of a lot of, uh, vehicle accidents. Yep. And the cars are usually fine, but the motorcycles, eh, a lot of times riders are 
not doing so good. Yeah, didn't she describe it as smeared across the streets or something? Well, she said part of the problem was the long, wet stretches of freeway twisting and turning through the forest, blind corner after blind corner. What kind of... I don't think Stephanie Meyer has ever seen a freeway, even. Like, freeways don't have blind corners. Is she saying that's a freeway? Yes. I kind of zoned out for a second. She's saying a freeway that goes through the forest with blind corners? Yes. That's not how freeways work. No, it's not. Freeways don't have sharp turns. (laughs) No, they don't. A freeway with a stop sign or like a slope. Yeah, the author is... She doesn't know what a, she ever left she doesn't know what a freeway is. This I don't is think so. Yeah. So that, that stood out to me. That's That was odd. We should, for the next episode, do a little research on where she lives and what the terrain's like out there. Do they not have a freeway in wherever she lives? And yeah, so what's, all she what's, knows is neighborhood streets? Yeah, what's the farthest <laughs> she's ever ventured from her home, I, I wonder? I know, because this is crazy. Is she from Utah? I'm assuming she's from Utah because ah, she's yeah, Mormon. Probably. I don't know. I'm sure she is. I mean, you're, she went to that, that or Southern Idaho, you, right? You're back on your phone. Are you getting more messages from uh, oh, I'm hot, looking up hot where, girls? I'm looking up where Stephanie Meyer's from. When you talk to a woman on your dating apps, yeah. how, what's your opening line like? Let's get wet. You want to party with me? Let's have a good time. <laughs> like, what do you, how do you, how do you greet them? Yeah, some combination thereof. <laughs> um, no, it depends on what they're saying in their profile. And I'll you say, let's get wet. Off of at what yeah. point do you say, let's get wet in the, uh, Wait till that that's an in person talking <laughs> point. That's not a text talking point. Um, After the first like towards the end of the first day, you're like, hey, I had a really good time tonight. We should get together again. Get wet. Let's get wet. Um oh, she was born in Connecticut. Huh. Didn't see that coming. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I'm looking at a Wikipedia article and <laughs> Meyer's work has been criticized for her overly simplistic writing style. <laughs> And feminists have questioned the emphasis Meyer puts on romantic relationships in traditional gender roles in her novels. Traditional? He's abusive as fuck. Yeah, well, that's true. He's completely manipulating and gaslighting her all the time. Just like back in the good old days when men could be men. That's true. Uh, Life is so much easier when the guy just manipulates the shit out of you and you just deal with it. Anyway. Well, chapter six, Friends. Our last chapter of the episode. (laughs) <clears throat> she hangs out at Jacob's the first day to get more or less uh, to watch him fix the bike. Quill and Embry, two more names that uh, come up. Yep. That are weird. They come over to say hi. Kavanaugh described his friends back in the 80s, and they had stupid 1980s era cheesy nicknames that college boys would have back then. Are you like, talking about the newest Supreme Court justice? Yeah. That Kavanaugh? Okay. Wasn't one of his friends named, like, Trig or something? Like, what was what were some of the nicknames of his friends? Because he would talk about them during the hearings with passion. Like, yeah. Trig and I would just work out! And <laughs> it's like, we were never getting that drunk. We never assaulted women. Trig and I worked out, we lifted weights! <laughs> it was just like, I was cracking up. Yeah. Listening to this guy with these stupid 1980s nicknames. Quill and Embry sound that way to me. Like, what's up, Quill? <laughs> it doesn't sound like a real name that you should be using in a book. Yeah. Or an ancient-sounding name. They just sound like weird 80s nicknames to me. So, they come over to say hi. Uh, she's hanging out in an unfinished Volkswagen Rabbit watching them work. She's not helping at all or learning or anything. She mentions that she's going to get riding lessons. The other make jokes about it. That's where they grin about how she's saying, I'm going to get riding lessons from uh, Jacob. Uh, she giggles when she listens to them uh, all pick on each other. And it's the first giggle she's had in a long, long time. Yep. So Jacob's kind of her, her healing salve. Yeah. Is what he is. Bella worries that the 
that night that she'll have a nightmare, but she doesn't. Then she hangs out with Jacob, and they dig around the trash for bike parts. She's having a good time. Uh, then I wrote, none of this makes her realize that she was in an abusive relationship before. Jacob thinks uh, Quill might have a crush on her, but she thinks he's too young, so they go back and forth about age, and it just yeah. becomes apparent well, that Jacob likes her. And Jacob is hurt when she says that Quill is too young because Jacob is the same age as Quill. Yeah, so there's a lot of fighting over what makes you mature. Yeah. Not fighting, but like... Cute. Play, playful banter. Yeah, uh, high school banter. Well, none of it creative. Oh, or, oh. no, that's something else. Man, I'm just waiting for some sort of crazy... Not crazy, but just like, why aren't you talking to me text? Uh, Bella and her dad have dinner at Jacob's, uh, dad Billy's house. Billy has a friend Harry over, so next thing you know, the house is crowded. They're all eating outside. It starts yeah. to rain. Speaking of None the, of this matters. Well, one thing matters about this dinner party is mm. you mentioned the house is very crowded. Yes. One of the people there was Leah. Uh, Leah was a senior like Bella. Mm-hmm. Um, she was beautiful in an exotic way. Perfect copper skin. <laughs> Glistening black hair. This is kind of getting hot. Eyelashes. Yeah. Like feather dusters. Oh, shit. Oh, I, shit. Eyelashes like feather dusters. That uh, I'm going to have to take that yeah. part of the book, and after you leave, I'm going to bring it up to the bathroom with me. Eyelashes like feather dusters. Oh, oh. She knows how to write a sexy scene. Yeah. <laughs> Well, turns out Bella has a nightmare that night. It involves Sam Tallsman. I just call him Sam Tallsman at this point. Because <laughs> he's tall. Uh, they're in the woods, and he's got something weird going on with his eyes, and they can't find what they're looking for. Uh, back at school, eh, she's in a good mood. Still, because uh, Jacob is a sav. Uh, she realizes that over the last year, she's been very aware of her surroundings, and she sees everything different now. And I wrote, because she's obsessed with Edward and in an abusive relationship. The kids are talking about bears at lunch. She speaks up about what she heard from the camper people, the hiker people or whatever. And everyone was shocked that she was speaking at all. Yep. Uh, she realizes it's the anniversary of when she started at that school, and she reflects that basically she's back at the beginning as if nothing ever happened. And I said, in all caps, because her whole life was on hold while she was in an abusive relationship. And she didn't learn anything. Didn't learn a goddamn thing because when you're in an abusive relationship... You are just at the expense of this other person, and your whole life goes on hold. So that was chapter one through six. Yeah. Let's review it. Ben? Yeah? What do you think about chapters one through six? You got any reflections? Anything you want to say about them? I You're just going to say bad book, aren't you? I, well, no. <laughs> big book. Big book. Big book. Big bad book. <laughs> um, yeah, I was... I don't know if excited is quite the right word, but I was... Ex- I don't know, looking what? forward to getting back into our book boy's roots. Reading some cheesy YA. There's got to be a better... There's got to be I a know. middle Well, that's here. the thing. Like a chapter and a half into this, I was just like, oh yeah, this is why we hate We don't this. enjoy, there's no enjoyment know. as you're reading. We enjoy this part. Well, and that's what it's all about. we're sitting here talking so that's, about it. that's what we're doing. But so, it's just hell up until I the know. Monday when we record. And oh. that's a family thing. Oh, God damn it. Um, you know, she yeah, probably knows I, your schedule. She knows you're recording right now, and that's why she's not Well, it's like you. a group text, so that's... No, she knows your, she knows your schedule. She won't bother you till later, so we're not going to get anything on the show. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, so I think we have to read bad books to make this good, and then we just have to be content with reading good books on our own. 
That's how it works. Do you read another book while you're reading Book Boys books? No. I mean, I know you do your Leaves of Glen also. I do the Leaves of Glen, which I'm doing twice a week now because mm-hmm. I accidentally got myself sucked into a book with a lot of chapters and I want to be done with it. So now after we do this tonight, I got to read another chapter. Yeah. To really say it. Um, so I'm usually reading our Book I'm Boys just, book and then I'm reading another book that <clears> I want to read. And that, that's, I don't have that kind of time, I so I can't do it. Why not? You're single now. I know, but I got a lot of shit going on. When you're a single person, you fill up a lot of your time. With cats. <laughs> you do it with plants. And now that yeah. you're single again, you're just going to fill up on those plants. <laughs> so your thoughts on this book are... Eh, it's so sucks. repetitive and, yeah, mm-hmm. just problematic in some spots. The writing is yeah. poor. A better writer could take a teenage kid, have them talk in a teenage way, have them show their concerns about teenager things like boys and whatever. Yeah. But it would be more interesting and you could find yourself identifying with it and you'd be able to like get into it and kind of immerse yourself into it. But this is not a good writer. So it's as if a 12 year old wrote a book. Yeah. This boy's cute. His hair's always wet. He growls when he's because growling and being kind of angry and dangerous is kind of sexy. I think abusive relationships are hot. Over and over and over yeah. and over for 600 pages. Yeah. I, I can't believe these books keep getting longer. I can't believe... Isn't it amazing? The fourth book in the series is 150 pages longer than this thing. I, it's, I don't know anything about... I mean, the first book I read a long time ago, then I reread it with you. Um, but then this book I've never read or anything. I do know that later... There's like an entire council of vampires, and she's like this important pivotal role. She's like the center of the vampire Ooh. universe. Ooh, I can't wait. Yeah. That sounds intriguing. The actor that was in Frost versus Nixon, I forgot his name. He's the British actor. He winds up playing this like super, super old ancient vampire. He has a famous scene where oh he's meeting her for the first time, and he's so old and so not able to like connect with people or smile or do anything normal. Then she says something that delights him, and then he does this weird laugh. It's, like, famous. I'll have to play it for you. It's really bad. Yeah, please do. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So shit gets real, real weird later. Okay. And uh, that's the reason why they, like, just the books get longer. She gets more abstract. I do know that she gets pregnant at some point. But are we going to watch the movies, too? Oh, God. Oh, uh, why are you smiling like that? <laughs> I don't want to watch the movies. <laughs> I do. I, I heard later from someone that loves these books that she gets pregnant with a vampire baby. But the problem of having a vampire baby is that it's going to kill you on its way out. So then Edward has to decide if he turns her into a vampire. It's it's just a muddled, crazy fucking mess, and that's the reason why the books get longer and longer and longer. Wait, okay. Well, I guess we'll wait till we get to that. I, I have questions <laughs> about vampire pregnancy now. Yeah, how do you put a dead thing inside a living person and it somehow well, gestates? Yeah. I don't know. Do you think a dead... I'm guessing a vampire can't get pregnant, right? I don't know. And Maybe. also, are these vampires dead? Wait, can two dead? vampires... I don't think these vampires are dead. Well, like, they don't, they don't have souls. Traditionally, they're supposed to be dead. But he is basically alive. You can see him in mirrors. His skin glows and well, he likes that, blood. That's can't you... I mean, in true blood, could you see him in mirrors, too? This has nothing to do with true blood. Well, I'm just saying, like, vampire mythology can vary from... 
lately if they're used to because you got to make them sexier. And if they're corpses, well, it's not it's like not there's sexy. some like universal truth that like, yep, vampires can't be seen in mirrors. That's just an accepted fact. I mean, it's all made up anyway. Yeah. But it's like everyone that elaborates on the previous vampire novel, like they've kind of stayed with the sort of basic So rules. maybe we should applaud Stephanie Meyer for her originality in making vampires visible on film and in mirrors. See, sure. nobody thought of that before. Sure. It's you groundbreaking. But also, to do that, you have to acknowledge... Or are you, are you frightened that Ms. Meyer is thinking too far outside the box for your liking? That Maybe that's it. No, I think all that happened was she watched Interview with the Vampire and said, wow, vampires are sexy and dangerous. <laughs> what if we strip away everything, but the blood is still a thing. All the rest of it goes away. They live for a long time. They can't go in the sun. Why? Uh, their skin's too tingly. And that's the reason why they don't want anyone to see that. <laughs> it's too sparkly. Yeah, and that's that's it. So she's like, now I just made to uh, just open up new avenues for sexiness. And yeah, she I, totally shifted the whole vampire paradigm. You can't handle it. <laughs> She took the entire vampire game and turned it on its head. Yeah. She's a vampire disruptor. (laughs) Well, in my case, yes. This book, uh, right off the bat on the first six chapters. It's terrible. Long, dragging. Oh, God. Also, with the shitty writing aside, it's a character that I literally hate. Oh, yeah. She's self-absorbed. Everyone's pandering to her and treating her like a princess and a baby, and she loves it and expects it to happen, and... It's just she's the most important thing on earth, and she's never challenged in any way, except for her love for Edward is the only thing that challenges her. And it's he randomly is like in the first book, I will burn down the world for you. Then in the next book, it's like my parents are moving and I gotta go with them. <laughs> so we gotta break up. It's like none of it's thought out. It's all stupid. So I'm already annoyed as hell. It's only six chapters in. It's not gonna get any it better. Just it would still be bad, but it wouldn't be as bad if it was just half as long. It's just, why does it have to be 600 pages long? I totally understand. But I, you're, ugh. this is a person who said, wow, my first book did good. Yeah. I got more ideas and yeah. put them all in there. Uh-huh. And then the second book did okay. Yeah, where's well, the editor? I got editor? more ideas. That's what, where's the editor? I know. Why wasn't this edited? Well, Unless it was. too. How long do you think it was to begin with? Maybe the editor took care, maybe this was 900 pages long to begin with. And they chopped it down to six. Why wouldn't an editor on the first book say, a lot of this is horribly, horribly <laughs> constructed. The, the shush she said, shushing me or whatever. <laughs> that should have been yanked out by the editor. They should have uh, They should have had a ghostwriter well, be like, okay, tell me your ideas. I, I must and then just like, write it better. <laughs> maybe sh- he shushed her as the catchphrase now. I mean, that's... Well, they had it in the preview for yeah. this book. They were yeah. reading it out so, right away in the first chapter. The I shush mean, is there. It's what we're talking about. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah, so this uh, is it. This is why I love these books, just your reaction right now. Well, it's because I'm thinking about, like, are. I it's, know. it's fun to sit and chat, but... Yep. But then all, we got to read it All again. this week, uh-huh. and we got to catch up on chapters. We got to, like, we either... Yeah, because like, sp- we're not doing four episodes. We're, we're doing, doing like, three episodes, right? Three? Do you want to do three? Total. This being one. For this we're, book. We're doing yeah, two we more. We're but not doing three more. that just means we got to read more chapters. I got to return to the library at some point. I can't keep it forever. Yeah. We got to get through this thing. Should we, plow, should we plow through the rest of the book for the next episode? Yeah, I can now because I'm single, so I have plenty of time. I think I'm single. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. Just like Bella and Edward, <laughs> they broke up too, Ben. But I got a feeling it's all going to work out. Yeah. Okay? I okay. got a feeling you two are getting back together. Yeah, we'll see. Love never dies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I just said that. That's one of the cheesier things that's ever come out of my mouth. Yep. All right. Well, that's the end of the episode. Are you going to shout book boys? No. Oh. Are you going to scare me? Are you going to trick me right now? No. What are you going to do for your ending thing? Then why don't we just end? <laughs> 
You've spent well, I'm nearly gonna try a year end. yelling book boys at me at the end of every episode. Is this another thing I'm going to try to end, but you won't let me? <laughs> <laughs> well, last time you quietly said book boys. It kind of caught me off guard. Uh, you're going to do something. I don't know. You're going to whistle or something? I, th- I just, I think this episode has run its course and it's sad, but I think we should just end it now. <laughs> Are you breaking up with this episode? <laughs> I'm, well, I'm trying to, but I don't, I don't know if the episode is agreeing. I like how you just, uh, you're laying this all out in a very serious and yeah. sad kind of manner. I think the episode's yeah. kind of sad that it's, uh, you're breaking mm. it off with it. <laughs> yeah. The episode's going to text you later and see how you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye.